0: And then yeah, things bang. can change very quickly in this game, and that's and that's just part of the resilience you have to have. Whether you're a whether you're a, a player, whether you're a, a supporter, whether you're a, a staff member, whether you're a coach, you've just got to be able to have the resilience and understanding that this game can ca- change very quickly. And then, when it does change, rolling the sleeves up and getting on it. I mean, um, you know, there's a couple of players that you'd like to have in the team, but there's no point worrying about that now. It's about the players that we have got in the team and making sure that they play the footy we want to play. Another Thursday night and another loss has us all pondering what needs
1: to be fixed for the Bloods to contend in 2018. This is True Bloods, number one Sydney Swans fan podcast. And today on the show we'll be discussing our review of last Thursday night's loss to Geelong. We're not happy about it. The preview of this Sunday's massive game against North Melbourne and had, And of course everything else, Sydney Swans. My name is Tom Flanagan. I'm joined tonight in the Podular Media Studio, as always, by Madison Clark and Ben Andrew. How are we, fellas? That wasn't great to watch on Thursday.
2: Well, I just ate a peri-peri chicken pizza from Crust, so I'm feeling quite satisfied with that, but (laughs) not so much with uh, the performance from the boys on Thursday. Pretty insipid, I would have thought. Insipid's the word, isn't it? It's garbage. Yeah, it was... Wasn't a great game.
1: Sluggish, wasn't it? It was a a dewy deck, and we struggled to handle uh, the slippery ball and
2: never...
3: What was all the talk on the commentary of this anti-dew... yeah. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, weird. Just really threw me off.
2: Just, yeah, things that, hashtag things that don't need to be said. Um, it was just really outdated football from us, wasn't it? You said it best before, Tommy. It was just pathetic.
1: Yeah, it was flat. It was really flat. It was slow. There was no, um, it, they didn't seem invigorated, the boys. It was, no. it, it was, uh, i lifeless performance for much of that first half. There were not, not many highlights before halftime. Apart from a couple of brilliant goals, the were, pilots were few and far between. Buddy kicked a couple of absolute corkers in that first half. Dan Robinson popped up and, and kicked a beauty of a snap. But other than that, it was a highlightless first half. Look
2: at the key key way to phrase it, too many passengers.
3: Yeah, 100%. Too and many passengers. I mean, you look back to the Richmond game, we all kind of came away from that going, yeah, look. Never ideal to lose to the Tigers, but there's a bit of uh, there's a bit of fight there, and you know there's enough enough to sort of show those signs of improvement. But Jesus, uh, Geelong was we were, we it was it was as though we were rattled from the first bounce. Yeah, we just we we couldn't get ourselves into any kind of rhythm.
1: Imagine if they had a kick straight. Well, Imagine if Geelong had a kick straight in front of goal. Could have lost that by ten goals. A bloodbath.
2: That's what I was looking at. Fourteen scoring shots. To thirty one, that's that says it all. Like De- what, De- when, and, De- and, and
1: and some people say we were in the game with three minutes to go, where yeah. it was a goal of the difference with three minutes to go. If Geelong had have capitalised on some of those opportunities. We, we were 60, smashed
2: sixty point. We win. were
3: belted. Yeah. The thing is, though, that, that that to me is a reflection of Geelong and the yeah. fact that it kind of shows that they're a good side who are going to bob up and get a couple of wins, but realistically, they're not going to compete no. or contend. Deep into September. But here we are having our pants pulled down by them. Yep. On our hate to break it, hate to say it again, but you know, on our home deck. Something that was once a fortress.
2: I think it's fair to say that we on the True Bloods do not rate Geelong. And we do rate Richmond. So exactly what you said before, it was to come away from Richmond. With a bit of, you know,
3: a few things to look forward
1: to. It was was passengers. That was a word that you used before, Mads. Aaliyah, Cunningham and Florent, I thought, um, had some great moments for young players. Aaliyah, in particular, in the second half was fantastic. Cunningham, I thought, was one of our better players in the first half, maybe our best player in the first half. And Florent had fleeting moments in and out of the game. Kennedy, Parker and Franklin, they always do their bit. Sinclair, you can throw him in as well. They always do their bit. But the problem is, without Heaney... That's all we've got for game-breaking yeah. players. They're the only ones that we've got in the side at the moment. You throw um, McVeigh, Henney and Mills back in there, we w- look a little bit different. But the, the fact of the matter is, we don't have those guys available at the moment. And what we put out the other night isn't going to win us any finals. It's not going to make us to- a top four side. Well,
2: Tommy, injuries are a part of the game. <clears throat> and Every- we're yeah. Everyone knows that. And I, as well as you guys know, that we, I actually do believe we have the depth to cover those of course we do. injuries. Of course we do. So... Hey, I Marsh mean, can't get a bloody game. Exactly. And it falls on the selection panel to be agile and be ballsy enough to make those changes.
1: hmm
2: Right there with you, Mance.
1: And it's not just the changes that need to come in and out of the side due to these injuries, and, and we're excited to see whether Darcy Cameron or Colin O'Rean or Jordan Dawson or Alex Johnson get in the side, but the changes within the makeup of the current 22 mm. on the night... Things could have been done. We've spoken about Buddy moving into the midfield. We've spoken about sinkers going if, forward. We've spoken about um, if Kennedy, said it once, we said it Kennedy times. going forward. Um, Lloyd could potentially be moved further up the ground. You know, Lloyd he gets 35 every week, and we love what he does at the back, getting 35. But it is right at the back. It is right at the so back. It's on the opposition goal line. And the damage that it does to the opposition going forward
2: is minuscule. Yep. Imagine. It's, it's literally just to stop goals from being scored by the opposition.
1: And when we've got so many issues with our ball movement going inside forward 50, yep. and you do have a guy like Harry Marsh in reserve, you, what, I don't see why you can't bring a Lloyd or a Franklin up into the midfield, change the mix around a little bit, and it just gives us a different look, and it doesn't leave such a heavy reliance on Parker and Kennedy to win the game for us out of the middle.
2: Wholeheartedly agree. I couldn't have said that was pretty comprehensive, Tommy. Comprehensive, indeed. But uh, look we just want to say I think it's fair to say that as Sydney supporters, uh, we have high expectations, do we not? We have we we well, we're right in the middle of a premiership window. Miraculously. But we just want to see something different. We just want to see something fresh. Uh something that they've sat down and gone, okay. This isn't going exactly how we planned. Yes, we're winning games, but we haven't put in a four quarter effort all year. What can we do to get on Richmond's level? Uh, and nothing's and nothing's interesting been done. interesting point that
3: that you that you bring up. It's they're the benchmark. They are the benchmark. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. I, I just feel like uh it, <laughs> I don't want to I don't necessarily need to see Sydney run out against North Melbourne this weekend and play an entirely new game plan, something different, but if I can at least see a reaction. Yeah. A response. Sure. Move a, mate, move a couple of pawns. Like let's let's actually start playing a game upstairs because as you mentioned, our side has not put in a four quarter performance. Once this year. And this whole approach of just kind of going, well, we've got to find a way to win. Hope Kennedy can get another six clearances in the last quarter.
2: Hope Buddy can kick eight.
3: Yeah, that's not winning us games.
1: And even if we aren't putting in a full quarter performance, our bad quarters can't be as bad as our worst quarter was the other. That second quarter, they had 85% of time in forward half, Geelong. We yeah. had fifteen so, percent forward is half such
3: a strong start. Yeah.
1: It's not it's just not good enough to have quarters like that. It, you can and, you can win games with Buddy coming out and kicking seven and a half if your worst quarter's not that bad. And it's you can uh, you can have a better if we had a better second quarter we're we're closer in, in that contest and we for, can probably pull out one quarter and win it.
3: Furthermore You say eighty five percent in the fourth half is just outrageous. We've been saying all year that we've got what is comparatively pound for pound the best back six in the comp, but you just can't expect them to to wear that kind of that kind of workload.
1: Just absorb yeah. and absorb to and just absorb,
3: absorb the, all those inside fifties. There's nothing. Going I know the we've way. got a ridiculous stat. Uh, prior to the Richmond game, we were seven from seven, losing the inside fifties and uh, and winning the match. But that's not that's not something you want to parade around. No. You know, it it
2: shouldn't be like that. Yeah, ah, uh, look, Gold Coast wouldn't have that done to them regularly. Eighty five percent, time four and a half.
1: We mate. need to do that to Gold Coast next week. We're, if we, if North we had, Melbourne, we've got North Melbourne this week, but our next I'm game, following, yeah, yeah, our yeah, next yeah, game is Gold yeah.
2: Coast at the SCG.
1: We can't have another shocking SCG performance. Ima- yeah. Imagine if we had a stinker first half against the Gold Coast, where we had 15% time in yeah. the forward half, and they were able to open
2: up a lead against they were, us. Yeah, they were 15 points up at time that's, uh, that's season ending.
1: That's, that's not what we're all about. Yeah, that second quarter, that just frustrated me so much because our midfield and back half were just sucked so deep into um, Geelong's forward half, and the forwards were way up the other end. So there was no even a possibility of a connection there when we came out of our defensive half to find our forwards. And then when the half forwards and forwards did come up to try and support the rest of the group who was pinned to the back half, there's no one to kick to. Correct. And you can't rely... You know, Buddy's not the marking forward that that we um, are probably desiring in that key position. McCartan is working his way there. But you cannot rely on Tommy McCartan to mark... Marcus. Has he played 10 games yet? Exactly
3: right. Yeah,
2: correct.
1: He can't
3: carry... And, the way, and you know what? The way he's competing Mate, is that of see? a 50-game 50, 50 awesome. player. Yeah. Like it's, it's fantastic. You can't he, ask more of him. But him the fact remains, he, he's a kid. He's a kid. And he's going to make mistakes. And I think all of the True Blood faithful and City and Swan supporters are willing to stand by him. But this isn't about Tom McCartan. This is... It's about support for Tom McCartan. This is about, well, it's about support, but it's also about our, you talk about a a tall marking forward. If we don't have one, just don't buddy kick it long.
2: Yeah, lower your eyes.
3: Find a way,
2: to be cliche. But to be cliche again, lower your eyes. Lower your eyes when you're going forward. Hit Pampley, hit Ronk, hit Haywood. Don't just... Lower your
3: eyes, have some patience. Yeah. Have Ge- some patience, wait
1: for the right option. Geelong and Richmond have both showed us how yeah.
2: to do it. Correct. Paul, see-
3: Ruse, Paul Ruse literally taught, instructed our players in 2005 to kick it around the 50-meter arc until we found the option that we wanted, patience. There's no reason that we can't... They, I mean, look, these are just a few options that realistically you would pray are going across the minds of the people up in the box.
2: You would pray. It unfortunately doesn't seem like it is, though.
3: No, it doesn't. It's, well, Jez. I hope Kennedy gets another six clearances this, uh, this last quarter and manages to get Bob up and kick a goal. Wow.
2: That's sort of where we're it, at. That is where it, it's like, okay, who are we going to rely on this week?
3: Who's going who's gonna to stand up and win it for the boys? Yeah, Who's going to stand up and win it for the side?
2: Well, I
1: think then one needs to be personnel changes. I think if
3: we're... Oh, 100%.
1: We we need another big body in the we need another big body in the forward half whether that's Darcy Cameron or whether that's Cameron into the ruck and Sinclair forward or whether that's a Lear forward or whether that's Grundy forward oh, I want a, it's I want something
2: s- different I want Sinker's forward but I think now is the time for Darcy Cameron yeah. I honestly do just because it's it, been time for Darcy Cameron it, all season he's correct. dominated the it, knee forward. it is so clear to see where we fall down going into fifty. It is so clear to see and it's so easy to hinder us from kicking any goals. It's time for Darcy Cameron. Play him out of the goal square. Spend half, half the game in the ruck and then spend half the game in the goal square and just clunk them. For God's sake, something needs to change.
1: And look, even if we lost to North Melbourne this week, if we were trying that, I, 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 don't have,
2: I don't have an issue. If we are trying to Ben, you're like, I don't necessarily want to see them come out with a whole new game plan. I kind of do. And I don't mind if we get beaten by 30 or 40 points. If we're trying something outside the box, that's going to be a better sort of use of our time than just getting done again by playing boring, outdated footy. See, I look at that and I
3: think that's the sort of thing that you're, that you want to see from like a Carlton or a Brisbane. Yeah. You want to see them come out it's like, well, if we don't change it, we're going to get flogged anyway. I mean, look, (laughs) reality is what we're talking about is high privilege. We're at the top of the ladder, at the top end of the ladder. We're competing for a premiership and we're not getting the wins that we want to get, right? The fact is it doesn't... I don't want to see them go out there and try something new and lose by forty points. You know, like the fact is that we can be competitive as a side, but we've got to find another avenue to to start competing because we're actually think about it. We're actually getting beaten even at the contest. Look at look at what happened against against Richmond. I brought it up with you. I brought it up with both of you on multiple occasions. I sat there watching the Tigers game. And as soon as they took possession of the ball, they ran towards us. That sucked us into the ball, and it released their players on the outside. Now, if I'm sitting there, now granted, I watch a lot of football, but I'm no AFL coach. If I'm sitting there watching that happen, how is the how how is the coaching panel not? How are they not seeing it? How are they not trying to combat it, in that sense? Now, to bring this back, this is not a this is not about me whacking the coaches, right? I don't have to see a complete turnover. I mean, personally, I actually don't have to say anything. I'm I'm just a lowly football supporter, but (laughs) I don't. I I, I'm not crying out for a desperate change uh, of going from black to white. Um, I just want to want to see a bit something something give that's not an individual effort, or that sorry that that doesn't rely on an individual effort of a player.
2: But I think I understand exactly what you're saying. And I, I tend to agree in that regard, right? That, that is sort of a game plan for your Brisbane's, your Carlton's. But the, the, the facts are facts. We may be fifth now. We could be out of the eight at the end of this weekend. Results and don't go away. We and, are out. And we have got a very tough run coming up that includes the likes of Essendon away. and Collingwood who could absolutely pants us if we're not careful and if we keep playing the way we are. So that's why I want to see something different. Because, you know what, Essendon do something different. Collingwood do something different. Take Collingwood, for example. Look at where they were last year. Look at what
1: they've changed to their ball movement and their forward structure.
2: It is day and night.
1: It is yeah. completely different to this time last year. They had Darcy Moore sitting there at centre-half forward. He's not even in the team now. Two years ago, they had Trav Cloak sitting at full forward. So it's a massive turnover for the forward half. And now they've got the shortest half. forward
2: line in the league.
1: Now they operate with Dugowie and Jaden yeah. Stevenson and, and these types that are bobbing up and kicking four or five every week. Josh Thomas. That's, I mean, completely yeah. the principal
3: the, the principle I agree with, but I think the case study again, like Collingwood would, uh, would dribble last year. We yeah, are the still, we the are the first still six a top-end...
2: Are we? Are we right now?
3: We're still a top eight
2: side. Are we? <laughs>
3: well like, I mean factually, yes, factual, we are. factually. Are we playing but, the
2: football are we playing football of a top eight side?
3: Okay, so for example, let's let's say that our current game plan is, is, is the flood, right? Do so we all of a sudden just need to stop flooding in order to turn our season around? I don't I don't, I don't see it as being a. Uh, let's drop everything and and let's scrap everything and start anew. I I just what, what do you like think's like working
2: well? What do you think's working well?
3: No, no, no. It's it's, it's more that I just want to <laughs> see, I just want to see some adaption.
2: Yeah, agreed. So do I. But I'm saying there's there's nothing that screams out to me. Okay, we're doing that really well. Okay. The four sides below us on
1: the ladder, Melbourne, Geelong, Hawthorne and North Melbourne, all four of those sides have changed the makeup of their team in the last 12 months. They've evolved their list and their game plan. And I think if we were to come up against any of those four sides in, lim- in an elimination final tomorrow, done. We, we lose. We we get beaten by Melbourne Ergo, we, in an elimination final. Not, if we played it tomorrow. Not a top eight but, but by the time that elimination final does come around, we can fix it. But it's not going to happen if we just trot out the same old crap this week against North Melbourne. There needs to be a considered change. And I, I agree, and, Ben. And we're uh,
3: not- you know, you know I'm, I'm on that page as well. I'm not sitting yeah. here saying that nothing needs to change, right? But, you know, the, the, again, it's not about, for me, it's not about scrapping everything that we've we've been doing. And starting it and and trying something completely new, right? There are the fact is that there are strategies that we that we have used in the past that have worked. That's my point. In the right? past, yeah, yeah, and I, I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that, and I'm not saying, well, God, that's not working, so let's just try something else that used to work. Yeah. But uh, to say that we all of a sudden buddies should be playing on the wing for the rest of the season. You know, in, in that sense, well, we're going to scrap everything and we're going to try something completely new. Mm. I'm not saying that, you know, that won't work, but I I would, I would be concerned if, if Horse came out and said, well, we're just not going to play Buddy in the forward line anymore. Because I feel, um, that there's obviously still a lot of value in him in the, in the forward line.
1: Okay. My biggest grievance, my frustration. Does
3: Does that make sense? I, 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 not, not, I'm finding it quite, pretty tough to articulate this at the moment.
2: (laughs) My, my, my point about it is, and this, we can leave it leave it after this, and after you say your piece, Tommy. But my point is, you're like, we don't have to scrap everything. Well, I I kind of think we do, based on the fact there's nothing about probably the last month of footy that we've played that I'm like, yeah, that's really working well. We're we going to win games of footy with that. It's it's all been pretty average, as okay. far as I'm
3: concerned. So, quick quick uh, brain teaser for you. The Richmond game, we had quite a few players that just weren't really quite at the level. We all we all spoke about that. Mm-hmm. But we also said that realistically, that was sort of like a 60-70% game for us. We had a lot of a lot of uh, improvement ahead of us, even if it was just skill-wise. Realistically, if we had that even contribution and 4 a contribution from the players, and this is not me singling them out, but we'd have beaten Richmond.
1: Well, we would have beaten Geelong. I don't know if we would have beaten Richmond. We yeah, would have pushed think, them. Yeah. Would have pushed them. Definitely would have pushed them. Would we have beaten them? You don't know. Their last quarters yeah, last are
3: couple, strong. last
2: quarters are berserk. Yeah, and halfway
3: through, we're only down by a kick. Hmm. I and, and so if we've played a four-quarter performance, we're probably. Four, realistically, we're I would say that we're a four to five goal better team than Richmond.
1: My biggest grievance is that we At do, our best. we've got experienced <laughs> personnel that are star players that haven't been moved around at all when the going's got tough. Yeah, yeah Like, you, you look at Grundy, you look and at Rampy. And for the Rampy, record,
3: I'm not against that. I'm not against that in any anyway <laughs> yeah, yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. Grampy, Rampy, Grundy... I, in fact, want to say it.
1: Lloyd... <laughs> <laughs> it's going back on that one. <laughs> Rampy, Grundy, Alo- Lloyd... Buddy and, on the wing. And Smith. Just <laughs> not permanent. They've been fantastic yeah, at yep, the yep, back. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> they've been fantastic at the back, but they've always been at the back. Why? Can't you move them up? Get people out le- of their comfort zone. Allow them to be fantastic yeah. in another area yeah. of the ground. I, I, like let them spread their wings. Look, at, okay. So Mark Bagley at Essendon, not a great player, not a not a superstar
2: at all. Benny, what do you think of Mark Bagley? <laughs> I'll, start,
3: I'll reserve my comments. <laughs> he's Thanks, been
1: mate. he's been put he's been a back pocket his whole life, just like Smooch. He's been moved to the forward line as a pressure forward. He's not a silky goal kicker. He's not your Jordan De Goey. He's not going to kick five but he is an experienced leader for their forward half now.
2: He's got those silky long sleeves, though. That's <laughs> handy. Wish we had players with more long sleeves. I think that'd help.
1: Lloyd to move up to a wing. Lloyd to move up to half forward. The disconnect that we have between you know, moving inside our forward half. Lloyd is such a sharp ball user. You can use his precision in a different way. Bring yep. Marsh back into the side and get him bombing him off Marsh half back like Lloyd. To come back in. Lloyd half the time has been bombing him off half back.
3: Mm, mm. Yeah, Marsh can corner jobs. Marsh can do that bombing. Jeez.
1: Marsh can do that bombing for us. He can be the last link in the chain and do that bombing. And then Lordy can be up the ground. I don't know. I'll just last week. <laughs> last oh, Thursday, Tommy's a bit flustered. It mate. really it frustrated the hell out of me last Thursday because we're 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 better than that, boys. Than that we, oh, we, we are a lot better, boys. We, we are, are much we better.
2: are much better. But we don't want this to turn into a bumper whinge about the blood <laughs> no we so, don't um, no we
3: don't this is not a, not a three-quarter season side. review <laughs> a two-thirds season yeah. review
2: of how we're not a top eight side yeah. when in fact we to be honest, I, like
3: really i see where i see where you're both coming from and i agree with you to an extent and this is what i meant <laughs> as opposed to going back on my word I'm happy. I I I also want to see those kinds of changes that you've talked about all year, Tommy, that make a coach uh, that demand a reaction. As for doing away with everything we've got and saying, well, bud, from now on you're going to sit on a on a on a wing. No, Uh, I don't agree. uh, Yeah, it's it's that sort of stuff, and that's what I mean when I I don't just all of a sudden want to say kind of do away with everything that we've that has worked for us in the past. You know, for example, right from now on, guys, we're not going to be a contested ball side.
2: I don't think, yeah, but no, you know, no, one's, like, no one's, no one's, no one's saying that.
3: No, no, no yeah, that's that's the point. I think that's yeah. most. That's kind of the point that I'm making. Yeah. realistically, I, uh, I don't. I'm not going. I'm not going to go over it one last time.
1: <laughs> oh, let's get into the votes, boys.
3: Into the votes. Uh, it's
1: round 15 against Geelong. And... Five to Mads. Four,
3: four to uh, four to Tommy and none to me. <laughs> uh,
1: one vote. We've uh, we've. The, the votes have been taken by the True Bloods faithful on the True Bloods Facebook page. And the one vote has gone to... Your Call- man. Callum Sinclair. He's picked up another vote. For Sinclair. So, some uh, quality work in the middle of the ground. Uh, another uh, big performance in the middle from Cal.
2: <coughs> Benny, you've got a wing, uh, yeah, wingman, with wingman with two
1: votes.
3: Yeah, with the buddy in his new roll-up on the wing. <laughs> um, no, look. Another another great game from bud. Um, yeah. Next to, no, next to no support. <laughs> zero, but zero. Next support. to no support. Whenever but, he had a chance, he impacted it. Yeah, yep. 100%. Absolutely. Totally. Give him that. Uh, two first names. Lloyd. Jackie Lloyd.
2: Three very, votes. He was very good. Um, 33. Again, 33 polls. You make a very good point, Tommy, that... His disposals just don't have the impact that they probably could, but he was he was great. And they're wasted. Do you know what? Got a lot of footy, and they're not uh, wasted. They're limited. Very one of the very few who got a lot of the footy. No, I'm not knocking
1: him. He's fantastic. No, totally. He does a no, no, fantastic no, no. job. No, no, no. But we could utilise him in, in yeah, an even more damage.
3: As a resource, he's limited Correct. on uh, on the on the last line of defence.
1: Yep. Uh, who got the four vote? Lukey Parker. Lukey Parker, superstar. Oh. I don't think anyone's gonna contest that one. Certainly not. Twenty three disposals, seven tackles, uh two goals, five clearances, ten contested possessions, eight inside fifties.
2: I'll tell you what, that was a good game, but I loved this man's game, Tommy. The form and, and I
3: think that I think given what we said earlier in the season, uh about this man and needing to needing to find form.
2: Oh, absolutely.
3: He's gone through the process and Credit to him. The last two weeks, he's been fantastic.
2: Hasn't he? Hasn't he just stood up and he's been... He's a shining light. Has know, it been so composed?
1: How's these numbers? 19 disposers, 12 of those contested at 84%, 11 intercept possessions, Holy 8 holly. marks.
2: Aaliyah Lee, Huge. Massive. Huge. Big ups to Aaliyah. Two tackles. He's got, he has got. puts the pressure on, doesn't he? Do you he?
3: want to see a bit more than that from a uh, from backman? More uh, than two pro- tackles?
2: Do you know what? Probably... We're gonna look past it with all of his intercept possessions, absolutely. Probably. But on a night like that when they had so much. Had a couple of, eight, really, had a couple of really
3: had a couple of really good wins against Terry Taylor as well, up in the forward line. Had a couple of really good wins where he literally outdid him.
2: Yep.
1: Eight one percenters for those uh... Those looking for that, done, that number on, on Alia, so he's done well. You
3: want to give us the uh, give us the rundown
1: there? Yeah, a bit of a leaderboard look at. Um, we'll have Heaney in first place, still on thirty four votes, five votes ahead of Kennedy in second place on twenty nine. Franklin on twenty six votes in third. Parker has moved into fourth place with twenty five votes. Sinclair fifth place, twenty three votes. Then Lloyd McVay, Grundy, Rampy, Hewitt, Haywood, Florent, Alia, Ronk, Jones, Mills, and Smith to round it out. That was a uh, it was a hot first segment, wasn't it, boys? Bumper. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a bit more heat, I'm sure, when we do our social question, when we come back oh. from, the, <laughs> from the first break. This is True Bloods.
3: You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans
2: fan podcast.
1: Welcome back to True Bloods. Now in the second segment, we always like to do a little bit of social interaction. The first thing we like to do is the greatest swan of the past 25 years competition. It's been running since the start of the season and we are down to, well, we're down to the final battle after this one. It was in the second semi semi-final. Tony Lockett, 98 games, 462 goals. Two-time Coleman medalist for the Swans, 96-98, four-time overall. Three-time All-Australian for the Swans, 95-96-98, five-time overall. Skilt medalist, 995 full forward in the Sydney Swans team of the century and inducted as a legend in the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Eliminated. 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 Defeated by... Paul Kelly, 234 games, 200 goals. Swans captain, 93 to 2002. Four-time Bob Skilt medalist. 92, 93, 96, 97. Brownlow medalist in 95. Vice captain of the Sydney Swan Team of the Century and is a member of the Australian Football Hall of Fame. Paul oh. Kelly threw to the grand final to take on Adam Goods, who won oh. in the first semi final.
2: Boys, did we ever have any doubt?
3: No, I don't think we did. It was
1: always going to be these two. Yeah. Like
3: I said, Plugger got my vote because, you know. He's your favorite. Because he's, he's my favorite.
2: He's my favorite. But, but realistically, this it, was always, bad, it was always going to be this. This is not your favorite, Swan. This is the, the greatest, greatest the greatest, and
3: I think this is where it will get uh, it'll get messy.
2: And uh, I just I just love watching the True Bloods faithful crack it, Tommy. <laughs> it's become it's become a sport, hasn't <laughs> it's, it's, it? It's become a sport. It's and like speaking. They, they speaking just of completely sport, <laughs> forget what it is. Speaking of sport,
3: how about Tommy's delivery on the uh, on the old rap sheet? He should he oh, should be calling the horses. Yeah, you really
2: should <laughs> or, or do um, in ring sort of entrances for boxing ringside T- ringside <laughs> <laughs> tale of the tape Tommy Flanagan what do it
3: champion the world they're yelling so much you can't even hear it <laughs>
1: Anyway, moving on. So that is it. That is it. The True Bloods Greatest Swan of the past 25 years competition. It is the final this week. The grand final. Paul Kelly versus Adam Goods. You can put your vote in tomorrow Enormous. morning, Wednesday morning, Australian Eastern Standard Time. Get in there and register your vote for are we, your favourite. Are, li- are we live now?
3: It, it is live now. It's live now. Yeah. Tommy, who's got your vote? Oh...
1: I said in our first show that I couldn't split Kelly and Goods as my favourite. Too bad, you got squad, now. You have to, but I've forced the True Bloods faithful to choose every week, so I guess I have to make a decision. I'm going to go with
2: Adam Goods. Yeah, Adam Goods gets my vote. It's Adam Goods. Adam Goods is the greatest Swan of the past 25 years. Benny? He is. What do you reckon? He Benny? Is Benny. What do you think? You reckon Cal? The, the it's, a, it's a podcast no. you gotta, oh, no, no, you gotta no. say something
3: <laughs> No, it's I think yeah it, it's goodsy but gee whiz
1: Kel's berserk
3: he's <laughs> berserk
1: Kelly was berserk
3: <laughs> yeah it, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to split them put it this way I look forward to uh Going over their rap sheets next Yeah, we Yeah, we'll,
1: we'll let the True Bloods faithful decide on that one greatest swan of the past 25 years competition. Something we also like to do in the second segment is pose a social question. Oh. And I tell you what, we oh. have not had a response as fiery to any social question preceding this one as much as this one. It has been... Can uh,
2: I just want to make a point. Serious vitriol. We actually did. We did not give an opinion either way and there was just the immediate assumption there was a bit
3: of slander there
2: was
1: some slander that came our way
3: we, that, yeah.
2: that we apparently wanted to sack horse immediately yeah
1: before everyone jumps down our throats it's just a question it's just a question that for social engagement um that's Andrew, all Andrew
3: O'Dwyer he, he decided to give us a bit of a whack I won't whack him now though A because I'm better than that B Well, I'm actually not better than that. (laughs) I gave him an absolute serve off the air. But in any case, that doesn't matter. Because the fact is, he doesn't listen to more than five minutes of the podcast, so he won't understand what's going on now.
1: (laughs) Just before we get into the responses of, of uh, of the social question, which was, do you have confidence in horse? Do you have full confidence in Johnny Longmire? Is he the right man for the job for us going forward? I just want to say, I personally have horses back. Uh, the injury curse that's hit us in the past week is going to take a bit of adjusting to, and it certainly slowed us down the other night against Geelong. The only major question mark, I said it in the first segment, is whether we can be manoeuvrable on game day. Horse, there's probably been question marks over that in the past. Um, And that needs to be addressed if we're going to be contenders this year.
2: I think we're all on board in that regard. I think we support him, but we just need him to lift We just need him to lift in the next couple of weeks and we need to see some sort of implementation of feedback that I'm sure he's receiving from people around him um, in their sort of greater community, (laughs) basically.
1: Yeah, we've now lost to Richmond, Geelong, Port Adelaide, Adelaide and North Melbourne and none of those games did we have full control at any stage of those contests. And in the coming weeks, as we touched on in the first segment, North away, Essendon away, Collingwood at home, Melbourne away at the MCG, GWS at spotless and Hawthorne, they're not easy games. So if we're going to get out of this run as a premiership contender, we just need to see a, a couple of things.
2: Adaptation. Yeah,
1: adapt. Exactly. That's the right word.
3: I'll always bring up the fact that Simon Goodwin's job as the head coach of the Melbourne Football Club is to win a premiership. Alan Richardson's job as the head coach of the St Kilda Football Club is to win a premiership, right? It's what it's what it's what we're all here to do at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about St Kilda, now they're down the bottom end of the ladder. They've got other things that they need to achieve in order to get them to that point where they're going to win a premiership. But make no mistake, they did not sign Alan Richardson on for a contract extension with the idea that he would just bring the club along a little bit while they replace them, replace him to have it tilt with someone else. Yeah. Right? Yep. But Horse and the Sydney Swans, at the start of every year, we are premiership contenders. And it is Horse's job to deliver a premiership. And the reason I bring that up is because, at the end of the day, you can make as many prelims, as many semis, and that sort of thing as you like. Right? But it's his job to win a flag. Yeah, our, and this and, is our window. This is our window. Our record we make, are we are in it.
1: Our record making the finals under horse is great. Our record in Sensei. finals under horse is not.
3: Yeah. Great. You know what? Perfect way to put it. Thank you, Tommy. Always the voice of reason, mate. Always the voice of reason. <laughs> let's um, That's a worry.
2: Let's get to some responses um for this question. Now, I'll go through Andrew Satori. Now, what did starts have to say. Sarts. Is Sarts. that what, what you're calling, is it? Yeah. I was, His name. There you go. Tutorial starts. Um, He is showing. Cert. Cert. He has shown little ability to change the game plan and part ways with the guys who have delivered for him, or at least drop them to the reserves. It's a fair call. So basically saying he hasn't mustered up the courage to um, tell any underperforming stars that have perhaps got a few runs on the board that they might. Just need a couple of weeks in the Neaffle Tommy. Pronounce it. <laughs> what's
1: the Neafull there for? What's it there for? Well,
2: exactly, it's to find form,
1: put out of form players yeah. back in to find form,
3: to drive grass- grassroots footy in uh, in an emerging market. Tom. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, that. T- I mean, not, it, it, it,
1: if, uh, well, what's it there for for
3: Sydney? I mean, obviously, it has its benefits in terms of blooding young players and. Assisting the development and regaining of form. Just, just read one out. (laughs) (laughs) Clip. (laughs) All right, Stephen Park, (laughs) Stevie Park. Parko went hard. I don't actually think he is the right man for the job. He's too defensive. He doesn't have any other structures or plans. Basically, his plan is to get the midfield to bomb the ball long and run back to help out our help out our defence. When our midfield is getting beat, we get beat. It's as simple as that.
2: Can't can't really argue with that.
1: Yeah, i like this one from uh, Lubu Burns. Lubu. Lubu, great name. Uh, thanks, for, Love, thanks for your input. Love horse. He's a Premiership coach and will always hold a special place in my heart because of that. But. The reality is we have an exceptionally talented team who plays a horrible brand of football sometimes. We've not had a decent system forward of centre since 2012. I wish the players were allowed to show their creative flair more, especially when we're getting beaten. It's like they'd rather lose a close one than take a chance and win. So frustrating.
3: I agree with a lot of it, but I think to... What was that line in the middle that we horrible game plan? Oh no,
1: was it a horrible game
3: plan? An ugly game style? A talented
2: team that plays a horrible brand of football sometimes.
3: Horrible brand of football. So I don't actually think we've. I I I think we go missing.
2: I think we do play a horrible brand of football sometimes. An unwatchable brand of football. Sometimes we're guilty of that. Yeah, definitely.
3: Okay. Okay. I mean, oh, I, I, you know, I see lots of you know drop marks oh, no. and missed targets and things Look. like that, but I wouldn't say it's like right boys. Okay. We're going to really stump them this week. We're going to go out. We're just going to try
1: and fluff okay. a few kicks. Okay, Benny. This this week when you when you got a few hours spare, you probably don't. But it, <laughs> no, it, I
3: don't. I'm extremely busy man these days, Thomas.
1: <laughs> sit yourself down for eight hours and watch back to back that Adelaide game, that North Melbourne game, and yeah, the, but is that long a brand game that we of football? Saw on
2: the weekend. Yes, that is a brand of football.
1: It's a brand of football that yeah. was really ugly in those three games. Yeah.
2: And throw the Port Adelaide
1: game as well in round two where we fumbled everywhere. Throwing the, watch those four games back-to-back back and tell me that's an attractive brand of football to watch. Sorry, right,
3: boys. I don't have to come back next week. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, I'll get the message. Imagine I'll get the message. It's imagine, fine. Imagine, it's all good. Imagine
2: spending eight hours of your weekend watching back-to-back Port the Adelaide yeah. game yeah. the North, North game. game imagine that I
3: think you boys young. forget what I do for a <laughs> yeah. living to be honest I'm going to go and do, do a bit more of that um, you'd need it <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay look interpret look my yeah it's just it's just an interpretation obviously but
1: uh... here's another do you, here's someone. <gasps> <laughs> oh. Lee Davies has gone a slightly different tact. He goes, "Absolutely the right man for the job. If only horse had a great strength and conditioning coach to keep the likes of Reed, Tippett, Melican, Hannabry, etc., fit yeah, and hell. on the park
2: every week. If only." Um, I like this one from Marty Corcoran. What Marty say, Marty? <laughs> Just like players, coaches get stale. Time to part ways. Bring back Rosie. <laughs> Yeah, That's, that's,
3: that's nostalgic.
2: Uh, uh, speaking of people with ugly brands of footy, <laughs> Paul, Rums, our CEO literally called it ugly and then we won a flag. Yeah, yeah that- it wouldn't. <laughs> hey, if that's what, if that's, I'll if that's, if that's ugly. If
3: that's ugly. Yeah. Mate, Brad Gilbert, winning ugly, yeah. for sure.
1: So that is our social question, a fiery social question segment. As, uh, we've, we've, uh, I have
3: one more time, but I'll just, I'll just, leave it. No, no, it's fine. Carry on, carry on. Obscure Swan's up next, I think.
1: <laughs> oh, we're getting, ca- we're getting carried away here tonight. All right, Obscure Swan, we're ready for it, boys.
3: No, we're not, Tom. <laughs> <because> <laughs> really you're doing it, it. So maybe, maybe we just skip over it this week, to be honest. <laughs>
1: I'll, I'll bash through it quickly. I'll try and read All right, it. Here we I'll go. try and read it as, far, whoa, 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 whoa. as no, fast as I'll on. do the uh, no, greatest Swan. No, that, that makes it harder for us. <laughs> come on. We'll keep you listening. Hailing from the East Coast Eagles in the Sydney FL, this man was drafted to the Swans with pick 71 in the 2010 rookie draft. Is that too quick? Yeah, probably. Yep. Sorry. Sorry.
3: 2010 rookie draft. 2010 <laughs> rookie draft
1: from the East Coast Eagles in the Sydney FL. 2010 rookie draft. Uh, he made his debut in round seven, 2011, against the Western Bulldogs in Canberra. And following that game, here's a big clue, if you watch that game. He was interviewed by Fox Footy and dropped an F-bomb on live TV in his first ever post-match interview. I uh, know exactly who it is and I just, I can
3: see his face.
1: He had I, two uh, seasons at the Swans playing oh no. just two games before being delisted. He went to the Sandfall and played in a premiership with the North Adelaide Roosters. before before being redrafted by Richmond with pick 50 in the 2013 AFL draft. He fared a bit better at the Tigers, playing 21 senior games as a small forward, booting 18 goals across 2014 and 2015 before being delisted again. The following year, he kicked 52 goals for the Baldwin Tigers Premiership team that claimed the 2016 EFL Premiership. The old Eastern Footy (laughs) League. You need any more clues?
2: Boys? Oh,
1: yeah, I know who it is. This guy, I can see his face. He wore Same. number 45 for the Swans, and at the club, he was known as Nipper. Uh.
2: Nipper. Oh, Tommy's can, going berserk yeah, on the other side. Yeah, he, I wish you could all say this. He's going absolutely <laughs> berserk. Because, you know, we're the idiots. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Hey, tell me how we can do this week, mate. You should find a bit of time to just sit down and watch some uh, some some games from back in the bloody nineteen nineties and see if you can figure out who all the players are.
4: <laughs>
3: just remember, mate. You know, I'm not allowed to play more than six games. <laughs> mate, I've I, can, I, I actually can genuinely. I I remember the interview. I remember it, and I can see his face. Nipper, and it's
2: killing me. Nipper.
1: I can, I can play that bit of audio. Yeah, if can it, you play? If you'd you like to hear it, I'd
2: love to Yeah. yeah. All right, here we go. been doing the walk around there. How was
3: it?
1: I now I understand what these guys go through. It's fucking. Oh, sorry. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's just a bloody. It's out here. <laughs> the, the dulcet t- tones of the obscure swan <laughs> just there. <laughs> boys, uh, have we got any ideas? Any uh, ideas?
3: Uh, initials.
1: Initials. NG. Uh, uh uh two first names, Nathan Gordon! Nathan Gordon! Yes!
3: <laughs> and that's I got one.
1: <laughs> Nipper Gordon is the true blood's Nathan obscure swan.
2: Gordon.
3: Tell you what boys, I've had a good day, but uh oh, something's gonna go drastically wrong to ruin this day. This is some kind of high.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> All oh, right, on no, that. Oh, Jason <laughs> <Nathan laughs> Gordon. Oh, Benny's losing it. Let's Jeez, go to, I'm happy with that. Let's go to another break, boys. We'll be back after this on True Bloods.
3: You're listening to True Bloods, the number one independent Sydney Swans fan podcast.
0: did with Isaac or Tom Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tom uh, is tracking him okay so far this week. Um, he, the plan is to train him um, as the week progresses a bit harder and then full train later on in the week. So he's progressing in a positive manner so, so far and Isaac's the same. He's looking to uh, do some training on Wednesday and do some more training again on Friday and he looks positive at the moment as well. So it'd be good to... Um, see those two players back. It was a interesting. Uh... Sorry. <laughs> right, that's okay. Uh, it was an interesting uh, nine days from our Richmond game through our reserves game the weekend. I think we lost eight senior players in the, in the space of nine days. So um, those challenges present themselves. So now it's just about overcoming them. Welcome back to True Bloods. Now that was Horst just discussing the return of Tom Papley
1: and the return potentially of Isaac Heaney as well. It'd be really good to get those guys back in the side for this Round 16 clash against North Melbourne, which we are going to preview now. Um, and as he touched on there, just a lot of injuries in the last week or so. We've got McVeigh fractured collarbone. That was
2: That was heartbreaking.
1: Hated that. Hated it. Um, yeah, ho- hopefully we can... I don't, I don't know what the exact timeline is on that, but I'd say it's
2: semi oh, long term. We might not see him back I'd before the end of the year. Say they're saying six weeks. Yeah, but I think that's generous.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jack with the medial, Hanbury with the calf slash op um, <laughs> slash. <laughs> Reed, <laughs> we won't get there. <laughs> Reed with the Achilles. Uh, and that was that's a frustrating one that's cropped up. Um, at just. At the start of the reserve uh, that, game, that's
2: his season over. Yep. And um,
1: Melican hamstring tendon, his yeah. season over too. Hamstring uh,
2: tendon. Yep. Yep. Hamstring awareness. Um,
1: Rowan hamstring. hamstring awareness. Oh, Rowan was hamstring awareness. Uh, he's a chance to come back. Awareness. Uh, Papley hit. Heaney concussion, concussion. Stoddart concussion. Ling toe out for the year. Mills foot out for the year. Naismith knee out for the year. We knew about those last few there, but that's a lot of senior players. Yep. That are it unavailable. Is.
3: It is. But as we discussed before. We've got, you know, they're not A graders, but they're highly capable, blokes to come in. Yeah, totally.
1: And let's how do we so
3: so uh, let's let's look at McVeigh, Hannaby, Jack. Okay, done, fantastic. Yeah. They they all go out. Marsh, Heaney if they're available. Yeah, correct, absolutely. So, uh, discussing the fact that we all would love to see uh, both Cameron and uh, O'Royden O'Ridden, sorry, O'Ridden Oh uh, yeah, who's I'll... coming out?
1: Towers.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep, Towers can come out. And... Robbie Fox. I I would... I really like Robbie's I game. I would actually like to no, persevere did like with, game. with Robbie.
3: I really liked him. Personally. Cool players and fringe players.
1: Yeah, but you're bringing in Colin, who'd be a first gamer. Do you... You know, Robbie Robbie probably holds his spot over Cole for one more week, I'd say. Yeah. Probably.
3: Cameron. Cameron for Towers, done? Cameron for Towers. That's, that's, I, think, that's the I think
2: the time is now for, for Cameron. It has to be. Enough, talk, to enough be. talk, you enough reckon, talk. Mads? Enough talk. The been, time for action is now. Lord knows we've been talking about it enough. We He has been mentioned in pretty much every pod. Oh, yeah. Get him in. It's actually... Do you know what? Eddie Had's probably a good place for a first game because you're not... Clean conditions. Well, there's fewer variables, right? So... I would love to just half a game in the ruck. That's all we're asking for. Just give Chief a bit of a chop out and make him an option up forward. I don't know. Is Cameron, does he kick many goals? He you, can.
1: He's been kicking goals in the knee. Yeah, right. He's been kicking three so, and So I mean, and...
2: again, if if we want another option away from Buddy, people outside Sydney heap shit on Sam Reid, right? But we know how important it is for our structure that we have another tall there. Yeah. You know, if McCartan's gonna play a bit more up the ground
3: Is it time to do away with Sam Reed? And I don't mean yeah. I don't mean put him on the chopping block, but <laughs> it's it, it is now a concern that he, he will never be fully fit. I, I don't and, yeah, I, don't and just, I would much rather take the time and invest that into McCartan. McCartan yep. Or or Cameron. Um I just As a, I I know everything that he brings to the side.
2: It's a what can you and get? Ben, a, he, Benny, it's a what can you get Benny, for him. I'm I'm am I'm actually with yeah, you. I'm yeah, actually with
3: you. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I I know and I'm with i with you, Mads. Yeah, I want yeah. you to know that. <laughs> I know I know what he brings to the side and no, how important he is, but if he's We can't persevere any
2: longer.
1: But it's a what on. can you get for him?
3: No no I I'm not I'm not on that conversation yet. It's more over the conversation about um playing injured players. It's, it's just not going to work it's not sustainable
2: we're not going to get hasn't, what we need out of him
1: has it hasn't worked for any side in the last decade playing injured
2: players or us in 2016 yeah correct um no i'm that's not the story though Tommy. i'm 100% with you i think the time to persevere with him and that you know they talk him up so much they talk about like tom harley was talking about a a man of his his quality it's like well, we haven't seen that in literally 4 years like, we haven't seen him at his best in so long. Because of his injuries. Of course, He's of not, course. But not through lack but of application. But but this is a football club. Yeah, 100%. This is a football club. It's a sporting
1: organisation. So, last time we played North Melbourne, Sean Higgins got off the chain, didn't pay enough respect to him. Uh, ben Brown's still leading the Coleman, so that's something to think about um, for us this week. They are no easy beats. They're on their home ground. They beat us last time when they were on our home ground. This... Next six weeks, is the, it's the test for horse. Yeah, it is, it, is. The, it is the test. If he can take us into the top four, considering our injury list and considering the opposition that we have have to face in the next few weeks, if he can somehow find a way <laughs> to end the home and away season. Maybe we've got to stop talking four. about
3: finding a way because it's, it's, it makes it seem as though it's miraculously just going to appear out of thin air.
1: Yeah, or we have to create a way. Create a way we to don't. finish in the top we four, don't. and if he can do that, I'll never knock him again. I'll give him the biggest tick of all time. I'll, I'll never say another thing about game plan or players being manoeuvrable or whatever. If we can get into the top four, doing what we've been doing all year, then full kudos. Yep. But if we don't, then the, our uh, concern. Sack have, him. Yeah. No, what are you? What are you? Saying? He's not.
3: He's not. Look, he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't get the sack. No. The
1: no. He doesn't. I'd not get the sack. But there's. There's uh criticism to come if we can't yeah. work away. I out. think
3: I think we we've talked also a lot about um about the players not putting in a four quarter performance as well. Too many players being locked down and shut out of games probably a little too easily. So I don't wanna sort of heap it all on horse, but he obviously has per a lot of our discussions he plays a significant part and he does and I agree with everything you're saying Tommy I think this is a big game for our club yeah it is a really big game for our club
1: and I think one of the things that we pride ourselves on as a club well it is one of the things we pride ourselves on as a club is contested ball and something that since Heaney's gone out of the side we've found massive issues in that that Richmond game you spoke about how their midfield pretty much bullied us for most Mm -hmm. of the night the heavy reliance on Parker and Kennedy and Sinclair in the middle that's not going to Hold up for the whole year and win us a flag. We need to find other contributors to come into that yep. midfield. Uh, McVeigh was playing defensive midfielder role. He's gone now. He needs our best midfielder. He hasn't been in the last couple of weeks. Hopefully, we get him back and he goes back to his brilliant best and we win this weekend. But if he doesn't, we what need to that? find that okay. from somewhere
3: else. He has to. He has to be in this week. We it's, hope. So. It's a. I mean, I don't, I don't want to say it's only concussion, but you know, you see people get knocks like that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yep, and it, concussion rule. Head of the pine, and, and you're off the Hennie's, night. But Henny's
2: tough. Oh,
3: tough as nails. Cat's head. Hard as a cat's head.
1: That's the, that's the thing. When you've got Dawson, O'Reardon, Newman, Johnson, they can all slot into that back half. Yeah. Why not play rampy on ball?
3: Just, it'd be special to see Johnson make a return this year, wouldn't it? But, bring, yeah, bring,
1: but what do you think of that? Bring a couple of those guys in. R- sorry, Rampy sorry. on yeah, ball. Rampy. No, I completely agree. Because no. we're, we're lacking um, depth in the midfield at the moment. Yeah. Hannes and Jack are the, out. Paps the, is, the out. Is, no. is out. The problem is... Mack is out. Haynes is out.
2: Do you understand how much Ben Brown runs? He ran further than any other North player in the last two games. Okay. Yeah, he yeah. covered yeah. some good and knowledge. Grundy can't go with him. that being no. said, no, Rampy he and runs a
3: about... A he gets a bonus 400 metres every time he lines up a goal.
2: Do you reckon Oliar? I Aaliyah. hadn't even thought about that. I would love to see Ali go to to Ben Brown. Aaliyah. but see, that's the sort of that's the sort of thing I mean when I talk about do, just doing strange things. Doing so, it sounds like
3: you things. and I, you and I, Mads and Tommy, we're all on the same page. We just articulate articulate it a little generally. differently, <laughs> <laughs> and we're just struggling to get on the same page there. Um, <laughs> Oh, I'd love to see Lear get well, uh, get get up to Brown. But
2: it's, it's the annoying and thing you know is what, if it doesn't all... work,
3: oh, we can try something else.
2: Yeah, but that's the thing. The annoying thing is we all know that's not going to happen. We all yeah, know that oh, that's not going to happen. R- just like
3: we don't, just like we don't know if Cameron's going to come in, even though we've talked it up yeah. the for the Rampy, last hour, ten minutes.
1: Rampy Grundy Smith Lloyd and Lear is going to be the back six, and they're going to stay at the last line of defence yeah, all yeah. night. So hopefully, we can win it that way. <laughs> Tommy, Sorry. Tommy, clip.
2: Lip. Tommy. All right, well, look, they're a good side. As Ben would have you think they're garbage, but they're not garbage anymore. They're a very, very capable football club and a well-coached football club, and we're going to need to do something. To I'll agree with you there. I still
3: up. think they're a garbage club. Tips?
2: Well,
3: <laughs> well 15 goals for mine. <laughs> 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 um... It's going to be a, bloody, you, to be a tight you, one. Are you going, Tommy? Will you be there?
1: Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be there. Having a look.
3: You'll be having S- a pace. Centre wing. Centre wing.
2: <laughs> Holy I'll now. probably... I think
3: I'll be uh, level one. Uh, level one on the uh, on one of the flanks.
2: I wasn't going to go, but I'm kind of... You said a very important game for a football club. It is a very important game for a football club, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, there's also, you know...
3: <laughs> Stateside, only play limited games in Melbourne. Would have thought that you try
2: and get along wherever
3: you can. But what do um, you got on Sunday?
2: I've got uh, I've got plenty on, Tommy. Unfortunately, <laughs> I've got these two cushions on my couch that I've got to, <laughs> <laughs> to uh, evenly
3: apply my weight on.
2: It's not a lot of weight, but it needs you to know, be Fox Tel's not cheap applied. these days, mate. You got to
3: get you got to get your money's worth.
2: Um, 20 by point for me. one points.
3: point in a thriller. A kick after the siren, perhaps.
2: That'd be nice. Or perhaps an o- o- Ollie Florence just... A Jimmy just Bartell straying. point after the siren.
3: How sweet is redemption?
2: <laughs> wow, hey. Uh It will be Sydney by two goals. I'm inclined to agree with you. Point. One point? A point. Swannies by a point. It's going to be... No. be Rightio, eh? well... It's uh, going to be a scrap.
3: Swannies by 13. Two goals One. <laughs> it's going to be a scrap. If we're getting... Uh, if we're getting... Accurate? Mm-hmm. Righty-o. Rezzies.
1: Rezzies. The Magoos. Rezzies have had another win. How good are the Rezzies? They've won eight on the trot and they now move to second on the ladder after being winless and last on the ladder after round five. They've just stormed back into the Neafil season.
3: Everybody loves a comeback. Everybody loves a comeback.
1: And it was a a nice uh, 46-point victory it was over the Brisbane Lions on the weekend. We are... just, it was three goals apiece at half time, but then we romped home with seven goals to two in the second half. Best on ground was Colin O'Reardon, who popped up for two goals and was also named best. Uh, Harry Marsh, Nick Newman, Alex Johnson,
0: How Darcy Cameron that? and Jordan Dawson.
1: How great is the that? Best. How was good is AJ that? AJ in the best. AJ in named the best. best. Named fourth
2: best on the ground. Could That's be. huge. We love Surely. That. We love that. Wouldn't it be a fairy tale? If oh, I'll he get came him in. back, yeah. and they're off
3: to uh, off to Darwin this weekend.
1: Yep, yeah, off to Darwin. Uh, the next match is against the ninth place NT Thunder at TIO Stadium in Darwin. So a way down
3: zero, I would have thought for uh, for uh, these boys.
1: If, correct, mates. correct. If, if you're a Swans fan and you do live in the uh, top end, get up to the TIO Stadium and see the boys.
3: Absolutely, get out on the uh, the Darwin waterfront.
2: They are playing some great footy at the moment. New, new uh, Premier Meet segment
3: up there. Mats, an emerging market.
2: An emerging market going going really nicely up there, and don't. Um, do you want to bash through these tips because I think people have heard enough of us? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, quite fair. frankly, waffling on, <laughs> yeah. waffling
3: on, questioning each other's articulate <laughs> articulation, <laughs> and realistically, we've all been saying the same thing. Yeah. Adelaide,
1: um, Adelaide, Geelong, Adelaide Oval, Thursday night.
3: Are the crows garbage? Yep.
2: Yep, they're garbage. Yeah.
3: <laughs> For mine, absolutely, one hundred percent. And garbage. They are the four most commonly used terms on this show. (laughs) Uh, They are garbage.
1: How about this for an absolute blockbuster cracker of a Friday night game? One of the great Friday night contests you will ever see. The 15th place St Kilda Footy Club taking on the 18th place Carlton Footy Club. I'll
3: tell you what, this is the sort of game that if you were an executive at Channel 7, you'd just be... Your you, your head would be in your hands, wouldn't it? <laughs> All this money I've paid, and this is what I get.
2: You'd also be giving away your uh your box tickets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Left, right, and center.
3: Uh, it will be the Saints because they have actually been competitive. So they got the win over. Um, they they were pretty lucky to get the win over Gold Coast. They pulled their finger out at the right time. Played really well against the D's. Got the got it done over them. Uh, with the buy in between, and they. <sighs> They actually weren't that bad against Port. Port just kind of got to another level. Do you know what? It will be. It will be the Saints. But as we, as is well documented, we love the Blues.
2: I, well, I think it'll be Tommy's old mob. Tommy's old mob. Um, just getting around Brendan Bolton in a big way because he's under he's under scrutiny at the moment. I'll tell you. He what. shouldn't be though. He shouldn't be. He's got a garbage list. There's it's, that bird again. You know
3: what? It is. It is when when sides are winning. It's how good are they? Oh, they've just come out of nowhere. Or oh, they're this. They're that. They're the best. When when you're on the bottom, geez, it's not looking good.
1: I don't think we've ever had a Friday night game with two teams with lower morale. Yeah. Ever.
3: Yeah.
2: In- well,
3: I, yeah, I agree. But I actually think the Saints are starting to rally a little bit.
2: Yeah, but I've I've heard whispers that That's uh, the morale at Maraban is. Shocking. The yeah. playing group Shocking.
3: is struggling yeah. to, to glue. Correct. So, yeah. Sorry, he's struggling to gel. Um, it will be the St Kilda Saints. You are going the for blues. the Blues.
1: No, nah, Saints will just get it. Saints will get it.
3: All right. Um, Last time these two met, the Brisbane Lions.
2: I'm going Brizzy again. At
3: the G. Yep. No, the, oh no, Utah the state, Utah. Oh, well, pff, mate, Hawks, Hawks don't yeah, lose nah, to Tazzy mate.
2: Nah, I'm going the going the Brizzy boys again.
3: How's the Brisbane Lions? They've won three matches, and their cumulative winning margin is like 180 points. <laughs> Boy, that is just a joke. Yeah. How does yeah, that right happen? Is. But love the love the Lions, and loved watching them against Carlton uh, the other week. They were like Carlton was soundly beaten. Mm. By what was a pretty solid side. Brutal. They were brutal. They were, they looked really good. And
2: it was, the fourth quarter was entirely party time. Yeah, oh yeah Mitch it,
3: was, Roberts, it was junk Mitch time. Robertson it was Berserk. <laughs>
2: um,
3: it, it will be the Hawks in Tassie. Uh, Mads, you can go for the Lions. Oh, but, uh, to I know be honest, to, I, to know be honest Tom, I know that Tommy's a sane individual.
2: Benny, Benny, Benny I uh, actually didn't realise it was in Tasmania, but I'm going to stick. Oh, with we my talked about that, but anyway, you no, 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 anyway, no. So look, no, so no, go, no. go. No, no, I'm it, sticking wait. with my guns. I'm going. Go Lions.
3: Go Lions. Brisbane Lions. Hodgie, to undermine his old mob. Um, yeah,
1: Hawks are won four out of the last five. Bruce Gunston, Roughhead combined for 14 goals last Bruce week. Bruce
3: is a gun. Yeah, he's a gun. Jeez, I'd love him at the He's Come home, Bruce. Come back to New South.
1: Melbourne sitting six, taking on the Western Bulldogs, who are 14th MCG Saturday Arbor. More
2: shocking morale. Western <laughs> oh. Bulldogs. Shocking. <laughs> shocking.
1: Mate, they've had a couple of good wins. They disappointed me last week. I, t- I tipped them last week. Not shocking. on here. On here I tipped... Um, the Hawks, but on my tipping comp, I tip the Bulldogs. Um, the I'll D's
3: of be- the D's have copped a real lashing. yes yeah. this, this last two weeks they've caught a real lashing. Yep, almost <laughs> as though they are at the bottom of the ladder again. But um,
1: they did win by nine goals on the weekend,
2: though. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
3: <laughs> no, they the D's get my tip. Uh, however, I'm looking forward to this one. To be honest, I think that uh, a spirit of bulldogs will really take it up to to Melbourne.
2: That's a good time slot, four thirty-five on yeah. a Saturday afternoon at, at the G. G. Yeah, it's oh, good. Solid.
1: Yeah.
2: Twilight. Twilight. Twilight game.
1: I would I would think about going to that if I wasn't at the Northern Football Netball League. The um, Gold
3: Coast garbage up against the Essendon also garbage. <laughs> uh,
1: You've got to take the Bombers here. You, you do. Yeah, you you
2: do. You do. But geez, they were shown up by the uh, by the pies. Watch uh, the Giants get belted back to earth this weekend. Well, <laughs> yeah, Richmond—they're going to get lit up. You
3: Richmond know, always always gamble responsibly, but uh, <laughs> I was really hoping the uh, the Giants would get up over the West Coast. But Ryan Griffin single handedly lost the GWS Giants the game over uh, at Optus Stadium on the weekend. He was shocking. That guy's so out of touch. It's not funny. Uh, it will be the Tigers in a landslide. Comfortably.
1: Yep. Uh, Collingwood versus the West Coast Eagles. This is a corker at the MCG. One Still, uh, still no
3: Sunday. Darling, still no Kennedy. Yeah, it is the Pies. And it's at
2: the MCG. So. And
3: if there is one bloke who I am absolutely loving this year, it's Jordan DeGoy. Jordan DeSpeedy. Jordan DeSpeedy. McGovern versus Jordan Mason
1: will be a great matchup, I reckon. Do you know what? I reckon,
2: I reckon Mason will frustrate the hell out of McGovern. Yep. He would just won't know how to play on him, I don't think. <laughs> how he's, do you play on him? He's so, he's he's so, so good to watch. He's, so he's great so to watch. He, oh, he's
1: great to watch. I love watching Mason.
2: Yeah, a lot of people are
3: coming around. I, still, I just, I, I just I, hate how I game imagine,
2: he is. <laughs> I imagine in, in, in his essence... Come on, bro! He would be very difficult. I imagine
3: he would sound like a South Park it character. Would be,
2: <laughs> it would be very difficult to defend. I think, yeah, oh, absolutely difficult. would,
1: absolutely would. And when he gets confidence up, he gets better as the game yeah. goes on. He starts staunching around when he takes marks, yeah. and no, I like him. I like him. Um, Collingwood for me. Uh, Fremantle versus the Port Adelaide Power Optus Power. Stadium Sunday Arvo, last game of the round. Power, yeah, Port Port for me. Um, True
2: Port Adelaide aggression. <laughs> They'll never stop, stop, stop.
1: Now that's enough of that out of both of you. We don't we don't need that we don't need that port Adelaide nonsense. <laughs> top, top, top. <laughs> but they will win. They will win.
2: <laughs> uh, they will indeed yeah. All right, let's, absolutely let's, Yeah, let's, wrap it up let's Come on, mate. wrap this show
0: up <laughs> that'll do
1: As if you've listened to this podcast you know that none of the three of us are perfect on our opinions on the Swannies but we do love the club and we love just giving it a crack getting here in the studio each week and, and talking about the club that we love with we it. love good, hearing from you the faithful good, yes. bad or ugly yep, faithful keep sending uh, everything in the True Bloods faithful we absolutely love any feedback that you give us during the week and, uh, well, this has been True Bloods, the number one Sydney Swans fan podcast, and that is it for another week. Calm the mighty bloods for this Sunday against North Melbourne. And make sure you check us out on all the social channels, iTunes, Wushka, Facebook, and Instagram. Thanks to Madison Clark and Ben Andrew, as always.
3: Always good to be here. Oh, yes. Mads, you are uh, you're going to pick up an obscure swan? Do you want me to maybe do the obscure one next week, mate, oh so you can get one? Oh, my God. Yet to get, <laughs> he you yet he to get on board. All right,
1: I reckon needs a lie down. My name is Tommy <laughs> Flanagan. It's been a pleasure. We'll see you next week on True Bloods after Swannies. This has been a Podular Media production.